Hi. We're here. We are here. Yes. Welcome to a very special episode of Sidewalk Slam. <laughs> this is the WTF is about to happen at WrestleMania episode. Pretty much, man. Like, catch me up. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Catch me outside. <laughs> catch, catch me up outside. Yeah. How about that? Um, <laughs> we're going to talk about the storylines leading into WrestleMania. Yeah. So that uh, in case you need a primer on the show, we can fill you in. And also so that the WrestleMania episode doesn't additionally have the length of this episode's worth of recap. Yeah, dude. <laughs> we need to do this There's episode. a lot. There's, There's so a much. lot. Yeah, because like we haven't covered SmackDown since Elimination Chamber. Yeah, exactly. That's like six weeks or something yeah. like that. So. so, as a heads up, this episode will not have any intercut video yeah. bits, and I'm sorry about that. I know that it makes the YouTube version more entertaining to watch, but it also means that by not doing that, I can get this episode out, like, right away. Yeah. Like, I'm hoping we're recording it on Thursday. I'm hoping for it to go up, like, later tonight. That's the plan. So, um, yeah, we're At just going to be... At the latest tomorrow, Yeah, right? we're, Yeah, like, we're just going to be <laughs> so. talking about... All the everything, hopefully, that you need to know. It's previews and predictions. Also, we can make our call yeah, about how we think calls. how we think the show is going to go. And uh, <laughs> like, yeah. I am utterly fascinated by this card. Yeah, like, there's some there's some weird stuff. There's like I'm just fascinated because like I don't know what they're going to do. No, I have no idea. I have no idea, and I'm just like there's some things that I feel like are obvious, but I still feel like I'm not 100 percent confident that that's what they're going to do. Right. Yeah. So. Let's start with the matches that we know for sure are going to be on the pre-show. Yeah. There's a chance that other stuff will be bumped to the pre-show, but the ones that we know for sure are going to be on the pre-show. All right, first, before we start... Yes. I feel like... Okay, if they didn't call it the pre-show, mm-hmm. do you think there'd be less anger or about the, it? the kickoff, they call it. The kickoff show, but you know what I mean? Like, wrestling fans in general, mm-hmm. um, especially the hardcore fans, feel like being put on the pre-show is an insult. Yeah. And Even if the wrestlers themselves don't really seem to yeah, mind? there was a great tweet by Austin Aries. I don't know if you saw it. Yeah. But he's like, yeah, you, they put me there to elevate the pre-show, right? Yeah, he's like, now you have to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, it makes sense, right? Yeah. But I don't know, man. It's just like, I feel like if we call it something else than the pre-show, maybe people wouldn't be as upset. But I just, I don't, I mean, I'm coming around on it. Like, Well, you can't, I mean, you can't argue th- th- that the matches that to the WWE management matter less get put on the pre-show. Because yeah. obviously they do, mm-hmm. right? Uh, like it's, they're sort of like a progression of what they consider to be the most important, more entertaining matches in increment, like in, in increasing amounts as the show goes mm-hmm. on. So you know there is there is a bit of that where it's where, you know, you can't deny that at some point someone said, eh, this match can go on the pre-show. Yeah. Fair. Right. Yeah. But it's not like it's the most insulting thing in the world. No. So. I don't um, think so. The first match, because this will be very easy to, to talk about, the 2017 Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. What is it? Armbar? Yeah. The Armbar! <laughs> the it's, Armbar is Andre the Giant. The A from Andre the Giant. Yeah. Andre the Giant, all one word. Uh, oh, no, no, no. It's on. I thought it was Andre Memorial, like the R from Memorial. Yeah, the R, it's the Andre like, the Giant yeah. Memorial. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Battle, battle. Royal, yeah, the armbar. Armbar. They call it the armbar. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, all that at work. It's a like, battle. Yeah, the fucking armbar. And he's like, yeah. what? Yeah. And I was like, I had to explain it to him. And he's like, that's dumb. I was it's like, dumb. Shut up. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Don't you talk shit? So it's a battle royal. It's a battle royal for the Andre the Giant Memorial Trophy. Yeah. Uh, previous winners have been um, Baron Corbin, of course, is the current winner. Yeah. Uh, Big Show prior to that, and I want to say Cesaro, Cesaro was the yeah. inaugural winner. Yeah, because it started. At 
30, right? Yeah. Because Cesaro won the first year, <clears throat> Big Show won it the next year, mm -hmm. Corbin won it last year, yeah. and now we're here. Really, all it means is, all that's at stake is for the next year you get to be introduced as the winner of the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, and Baron Corbin now stops being introduced that way. To be fair, though, that was, I mean, Corbin <clears throat> debuted at the armbar last year. Yeah, that was his, that was his main, main roster really, debut. I feel like they've done a good job with Corbin. Absolutely. So. I don't know, I don't think it's as, like... I think it's more important than people get it, give it credit for, right? Mm -hmm. I yeah. mean, Corbin's a perfect example. It did nothing for Cesaro. No. But when Big Show won it, that's like the only battle royal he's ever won. Yeah. Because the only th they keep, anytime Big Show enters a battle royal, they're always, always every time, they're like, how can anyone get throw the Big Show over the top rope? And yeah. then it always happens. And like, and this, and the, yeah, yeah, and this yeah. was like, oh, he actually won he one. Yeah. Neat. The biggest man won the actual battle yeah. royal. So uh, this is going to be. Everyone that they don't have anything for. Some people from NXT, some maybe some returning people. Like last year, Tatanka was just in there. Oh, yeah, the stealth Tatanka. Yeah. Like, I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. So, <laughs> Chuck. <laughs> there's, a couple really people, there's a couple people that we know will be in it. Yeah. Um, they they like made a big deal on their YouTube channel today about Mark Henry is going to be in it. Oh, um, uh, really? They mm -hmm. also announced that the um, that first. Uh, superstar from China that they signed is yeah. it? Tian yeah. something? Yeah. Sorry, I can't remember his name. I'm really blanking. I, I only just barely heard about that. Yeah, today. I just read about it this morning. And um, uh, Sami Zayn yeah. uh, declared that he would be in the match, and then Steph made him have a match to be in the match, but he... He beat KO in he a disqualification match. Yeah, we'll come match. back we'll come, to that. We'll get to that because that ties into <clears throat> bronze versus Triple H. But the Under the Diamond Royal Battle Royal, there's not, there's nothing really going on. Big scope story, I'm sure there will be little story moments in there from depending on who's in it, mm -hmm. but broadly speaking, we don't have to really worry I think about we it. can just, I mean... Because the Battle Royal is, unlike the Royal Rumble, where everyone like comes in in increments, the Royal Rumble is just like, all right, everyone get in the ring and go. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just a melee. I think, I mean, safe money bet is Poke Braun. Mm. And but I want to say dark horse bet might be Samoa Joe in the in the they'll uh, just put him in there and then he'll destroy everyone. That'd be sweet. Yeah, that's my dark horse pick is Samoa yeah. Joe. Also on the kickoff show is Alexa Bliss, yes, SmackDown Women's Champion. Mm -hmm. We'll explain why in a moment. Yeah, defending against uh, Becky Lynch, Natalia, Mickey James, Carmella, Naomi, and possible more. And She's defending against. Yeah. Any available SmackDown women superstars. Yeah. Which They've been, could mean Asuka? Could be. Yeah. <laughs> could be uh, Tamina yeah. as well. Oh, yeah, she's, she's clear, She's right? been appearing at SmackDown house shows. Yeah. Um, uh, could be, I don't know, it could be people from NXT, could be I returning really, people, who knows. I read somewhere that they were talking about there are other people from like the Mickey James era that were going to come. Yeah. Um, what are the names they say? Because I didn't recognize them. Kelly Kelly? No way, really? Yeah. Wow. And, God, it's, I can't remember, but there was somebody else. Oh, Victoria? Victoria? Yeah. Is that, a, is that seriously a rumor? I, th I think so. That was a rumor I read. Victoria That would Kelly be amazing. Kelly. So I was like, I don't know. I haven't looked them up on the network or anything yet. But okay. All right. Yeah. Victoria was pretty good. Mm-hmm. That's what I've heard. Her, said what was her move? It was like spider related. It was like the Black Widow or something. Or she was. Oh wait, no, I have heard of Victoria. Widow's Peak. Yeah, she did the like. Yeah. that was her move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then she Victoria. she went to TNA for a uh, for some years as well. Oh really? Yeah. Who doesn't go to TNA? Mm. Yeah, good point. <laughs> well, Kelly Kelly didn't actually. Oh, okay. She she just left and did modeling and stuff. She's on a reality show now called. 
uh, I can't remember. Something about being the wife of a soccer player. Soccer player. It's not like Soccer Wives, but it's like something. It's something. Soccer Wives of Hollywood. It's, it, it's, it's one of those reality shows that it's like, look at these rich, attractive people. Oh, yeah. They have problems, too. <laughs> um, so okay. the reason that this happened, this is pretty quick, because, again, there's not a huge amount of story to go over in this one nope. either. Um, Naomi won the title at, uh, at Elimination Chamber. Yay. That was great. She tweaked her knee. Mm-hmm. They did a bit the next night on SmackDown with her, uh, you know, sort of like making making an address as the champion, yeah. talking about how excited she's going to be to go to Orlando, her hometown, as champion. Uh, she's just got to recover this knee, um, this uh, this knee problem. This was two days after Elimination Chamber. Then eventually it turned out that actually her knee was legit really messed up. Yeah. And so on the following SmackDown, she had to vacate the title. Yeah, which it was sucks. actually really sad. I know, <laughs> it it's super like, sad. Yeah, she had to do it to Daniel Bryan, which is like shades yeah. of when Daniel Bryan had to give up his title. Yeah. yeah. And then they had a match. It was good, though, that segment, because <clears throat> Bryan was like, I've been there. Yeah. Like, I know how this feels. Like, yeah, if there's anyone sucks. that's going to be out there, yeah. Yeah. To make us, like, to give us that, like, it just increased the empathy that we yeah. had for Naomi. There right? was a lot it's of like, pathos in that yeah. moment, because it's like, oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. You know? Um, and then they had a match. That night, right? Wasn't it? Yeah, it was that night. It was. Uh, wasn't it just Alexa versus Becky Lynch? Because Alexa came out after she, Naomi gave up the title. Yeah. Alexa came out mm-hmm. and was like, "Well, looks like it's my title because because it was mine. It she was took mine, it from me, but it's it mine now again. Yeah, it's mine now. Thank you." And she's like, "Well, no, 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 no. Yeah. You'll have a match right now against Becky Lynch." Yeah. And then uh, Alexa beat Becky. I can't remember how because memory is bad. Well, because there's been so many. There's been, been so much, but Alexa won that match, so Alexa became the new women's champion. Yeah, and then basically every SmackDown leading up to that was just every kind of woman gunning for Alexa, um, and like make like mixed tags. Mickey James turned on Alexa, kind of like yeah. she gave she spin kicked Alexa in the, the head and was just like, it's mine, and she raised the t- did the whole, like, stand over the champion with the title raised over your head. So it was like, I don't know if that was a tur- like a face turn for Mickey. I don't think so. I don't know, because, but Mickey teamed with Becky Lynch, like, the week after? Yeah, but they weren't, like, super friendly about yeah. it. Yeah, which um, was weird, but it was like, yeah, okay, whatever. Uh, basically, everyone came out and was like, I want a piece of this, and Bliss was like, no, I'm the best woman on, the, on this roster, and so yeah. Dan- Daniel Bryan said, oh, if you're the best woman on this roster, th- great. Mm-hmm. You can prove it at WrestleMania by defending your title against everyone else. Which is great because it's like that old school kind of like the heel always opens their mouth yeah. and says something and they're like, all right, you get your wish. Like it's like, you know, when you wish for a genie and they give you exactly what you want, not like, I want a million dollars, but they do some kind of weird like caveat kind of thing. Yeah. So. And then on the last, on SmackDown on Tuesday, yeah. Naomi returned. Yeah. Which is awesome for her, but sucks that she would have been well enough to be yeah. back by Mania. But they didn't know. Uh, attacking everyone else and confirming that she would also be in the match. So yeah. it's a it's a six-pack. She did the rear view. It's currently that. a six-pack challenge. She did gave you? Alexa the rear view. She sure did. Yeah, she sure did. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that'll be currently a six-pack challenge. Maybe they'll change it. Like they, uh, I think there's going to be some shenanigans. Match card subject to change. Yeah. Maybe there will be more people in the match. Who knows? I think there will be. But currently, it's basically the entire SmackDown. I don't think, like, Asuka will. I mean, I said Asuka, but I don't think they'll use her in that spot, like, on a pre-show. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're not just going to be like, here's Asuka, and that's it, right? Yeah. Like, I think they'll wait till like, a, a show. Because Asuka's been working 
the live events for yeah. SmackDown. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, well, I mean, that doesn't mean anything. Right? No. It could just be anything, but we all think that she's going to SmackDown, which yeah. I think she'll be great at. And the last match that we know for sure is going to be on the pre-show is, as you mentioned already, uh, Neville, the Cruiserweight Championship, the king of the Cruiserweights. Yeah. Defending against Austin Aries. Yeah. A-double. A-double, the greatest Aries. man who ever lived. <laughs> so he claims. <laughs> yeah. there was a, we talked about it last show, but um, Austin Aries attacked um, Neville during an interview yeah. in ring. And that was kind of Austin Aries like, oh, I'm in the Cruiserweight division now, which I think is awesome. Um, and then the weeks leading up to WrestleMania now was just Aries kind of like in matches with people. Just showing that he can actually yeah. wrestle. And then and Neville will come out and talk some shit. Yeah. That's pretty much it. I think they, they tussled a couple times, but there was nothing like really like that struck me as it wasn't like a, it's not a care. It doesn't seem very character driven. No, you know, it's just these two guys who want to fight. Like a, they're two dudes who want to fight, and they don't really it's, like each it's other. It's funny too because Austin Aries had been playing a heel on commentary. Yeah, he'd been like playing a heel and being and acting like a dick. Yeah, uh, the whole time on commentary, but people. Wanted to cheer him, yeah. Well, and then when he cheer Austin and, and Neville's the champion, who's yeah. a bad guy. So by attacking Neville, you become you become a face. Basically, like he's still acting kind of like a dick. Like he's kind of arrogant, yeah. but he's not. He's playing it in a sort of a a fun kind of face wrestler kind of way. It's kind of like Kevin Owens ish, almost. Yeah. Like we we still cheer him, but I mean he's. But this is definitely, like, but. Uh, the show is presenting Austin Aries like a face current. Yes, 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 yes. But I, I don't think that will last for long, because I think Aries is a better heel. I'm going to talk about that later about someone else, by the way, about how the show presents someone's character. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so... Um, that, I can't wait to get to some of these matches so we can talk about them, yeah. because I feel... Yeah, okay. So that'll be yeah. an interesting match. Uh, yeah. Oh, I guess we didn't talk about, actually, predictions for the first one. Uh, uh, you talked about Under the Giant Memorial said, Battle Royal. You said Samojo. I have no idea. Well, I mean, safe bets fucking... Braun. Braun Strowman. Yeah. Um, it's so boring. What do you think about the SmackDown women's match? I think Mickey James is going to win it. That could be cool, actually. Yeah. Actually, That's yeah. my pick. A lot of people are shouting out, or shouting out. A lot of people are uh, saying Naomi is going to win. I mean, if she's, now, that she's, now that she's in it, and it is in Orlando. But, come on. Mania, they don't let people win in their hometowns, man. Uh, Mania's never... different. Yeah, that's true. They gave, they gave Zack Ryder the Intercontinental title at WrestleMania. Yeah, but it was his hometown. No, but okay. I mean, just like, they're yeah, okay with true. a okay feel-good moment at Mania. I think it's going to be Mickey James. All right, I'll go with Naomi, because I think that's a fairly safe point. All right. And, um, honestly, I think Neville might retain Neville's going to retain. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think that it hasn't been long enough for Aries to be on the roster you know what I mean? Yeah. It's still going to be, it's probably, it could be the match of the night. Mm -hmm. So I would highly, highly advise you to watch the pre-show yeah. just because I know there's a lot to get through and it's a two hour pre-show, but this match, if they give it like, you know, 20 minutes or something like that, it'd be great. It'd be great. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to, I'm just going to sort of pick these in, in a, in a roughly right. increasing order towards yeah. the main event. We don't know the actual order of the card. This, this is all estimations, but whatever. Yeah. Raw Tag Team Championship match. Yeah. A triple threat now ladder match. Yes. <laughs> for the Raw Tag Team titles currently held by the club, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. Uh, challengers are Enzo and Cass and Sheamus and Cesaro. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to remember how this played out. Okay. Was it the Raw, the Raw after Fastlane 
Enzo and Cass and Cesaro and Sheamus had a match for, for the, the titles. One, number one contenders? Yeah. No, no. Uh, okay, hang on. On the... I have some notes here. Okay. On the Rumble pre-show, they won the titles from, from Cesaro yeah. and Sheamus. Yeah. Then... Fastlane they retained against... Then they uh, invoked their rematch, but lost due to interference from Enzo and Cass randomly. Yeah. Then Enzo and Cass defeated Cesaro and Sheamus to receive a tag team match at Fastlane. Yeah. Gallows and Anderson retained. Mm-hmm. Then there was a rematch the following night where Cesaro and Sheamus right. cost Enzo and Cass the titles. Yeah. And then uh, Foley scheduled... Right, then it basically Sheamus and Cesaro and Enzo and Cass kept messing each other over to the point that Mick Foley was like, okay, <laughs> both of you are in it, fine. Yeah. Gallows and well, Anderson, thought, you have to defend against it I'm at Mania. I'm sure. I thought it was Enzo and Cass and Cesaro and Sheamus had a tag team match, and then the club came out and just beat the shit out of both teams. And they were like, no number one contender! Geniuses! Yes, that's Brain's what happened. Brain's too big. You, like, they you, were just, you're correct. Yeah. And then Foley was like, he was idiots. so mad. Like, it was like, what, you idiots? Why did, now you get both of them. Like, yeah. They're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, that, I, was, I was like, was it the, I don't think it was the Raw after Fastlane, but it was maybe the this was, second week? This was the night that um, <sighs> Steph had given, because Steph is apparently still, Foley's boss yeah. in the company, and so she had given him an ultimatum that to basically like to prove his loyalty and that he could make the hard decisions, he had to choose someone on the roster to fire. Yeah, but just someone. I think we should. We'll, well get to the only reason so, I mention it now yeah. is because Foley was on edge all night. Oh right, right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, so yeah. Gallows and Anderson were like, "Ha ha, we did it. We <laughs> got there." And he's just like, "No, <laughs> damn it, you." You know what? Screw you. Yeah. This is happening. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. I actually really liked that part because it was like, the heels were like, we're so smart, but why would you come brag to Foley about it? Yeah. That's the only thing that I was like, come on. <laughs> on, the, on the next week, however, uh, Steph then superseded that and said that Cesaro and Sheamus had to face Gallows and Anderson and Enzo and Cass mm-hmm. in a two-on-four handicap match. And if right. Cesaro and Sheamus lose, then they don't get to be in the uh, match at WrestleMania. Yeah, uh, and they ended up winning. Yeah, because um, uh, there's like infighting in between yeah, the, the club and Enzo and Cass. Yeah. yeah, and who was? I guess it was Corey Graves, probably, because he's he tends to be the more heel-minded commentator on Raw. He was like, "Why are they doing this?" <laughs> They want, like, they want fewer people in their match. Yeah. This does not help them to do this. Yeah. And then uh, the club attacked one of the teams with a ladder. Mm-hmm. And then the next week... They retaliated with a ladder. They retaliated with... Or Cesar and Sheamus retaliated with the ladder. And then, I guess, after that Raw... They didn't announce it on Raw. No. But they were like, oh, it's a ladder match. Like, it's a yeah. triple threat tag team ladder match. Mm-hmm. I mean, All I right. wish... I'm glad there's a ladder match at Mania. Yeah, that's, I'm that's glad, always fun. But uh, Enzo, man, something why? awful is going to happen to Enzo. Yeah, like he's going to watch a man die. He's going to get put through like eight <laughs> ladders. Yeah. Why are the club just let allowed to have more mic time? I don't know. I just don't get it because, like, I mean, we'll mention it now because Southpaw Regional Wrestling is a thing. Oh my god, it's excellent. Oh and my god, Gallows okay. and Anderson are allowed to be Tex Ferguson Tex- and Chad Too Bad. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Brief aside, because yeah. a bunch of people asked us about this. Yeah. Go to the WWE YouTube channel. Yeah. There are four videos yeah. called 
that are purported to be from the archives of this small wrestling promotion in the 80s <laughs> yeah. called Southpaw Regional Wrestling. It's so good. It's done as a uh, advertisement for KFC Georgia Gold Chicken. So like the whole thing is a is part of an ad campaign that does not matter. No. Cuz it's hilarious. I didn't know it was an ad campaign until Graham told me. Because, yeah. like, I was just thought it was just the thing they, Ooh, they were doing. crispy. Yeah. Ooh, crunchy. Yeah. I'm not Ric Flair. Yeah. <laughs> they, they have Ric Flair doing voiceover as a Ric Flair impersonator. As yeah. a Ric Flair impersonator. Yeah. <laughs> they couldn't hire Ric Flair. But if they could, he would say, woo, <laughs> crispy. crispy, woo, crunchy, woo, Georgia Gold Chicken. I'm not Ric Flair. Yeah. Even though it is, which makes it really like, funny. Anyway. John Cena plays, like, this John announcer. Cena as Lance Catamaran. Yeah. Which and I think is a... Fandango as Chet Cheddarfield, yeah. the announcers of Southpaw Regional Wrestling. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's just lunacy, and it's great, and mm. you should definitely watch it. But yeah, um, uh, Gallows and Anderson play Tex Ferguson and Chad Too Bad, who yeah. are former tag team champions who are now feuding. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. There's like, the opening is like Tex Ferguson leaning up against a Camaro, yeah. wearing like just neon everything. Oh, yeah. it's so great. But it's like, why can't we get more of that? I mean, they're supposed to be heels, but does it matter? Like, they can still be heels and like, be a little bit goofy, right? Yep. Like, I think it would go a long way. I mean, it worked for Edge and Christian, right? Mm-hmm. But they just got so much personality, and I think they're not letting them yeah. do their thing. Who do you think's gonna gonna win this match? <sighs> I mean, I want to mark and say the club, but I don't think they're winning. I think Enzo and Cass are winning. You think Enzo and Cass are winning? Yeah. Hmm. I thought they had the least likely chance, but I hadn't considered. They're so over. Yeah. And I think that they're. I think. Do you see on the? Was it in Sports Illustrated? It was in an interview. Or on a conference call mm-hmm. recently, the Triple H was like, like someone was asking about Enzo, about like, like you don't see him as a main event guy. And, and Triple H, defensive of Enzo, was like, okay, sure, maybe he's not going to be like, maybe he's not going to have like a, a world title run, mm-hmm. but his mouth is money. Oh, yeah. He's unbelievable. Actually, there's a brilliant promo and the Philly, um, mm. The, when they were in Philly for Raw. Yeah. And Enzo and Cass are in the ring and they're doing their thing and they get to the how you doing part and Cass says, we're talking about practice? And he does, he puts on his hat, which is a play on, there's an old interview um, where Allen Iverson gets really mad during a press, like a Q&A, I guess, or not Q&A, but like, right. is it just a press conference? Yeah. Yeah, and he, they were asking questions about practice. You have to look it up, but they were riffing on that, and I was like, wow, that was actually really brilliant of them. Yeah. They just have so much charisma, and Enzo, like, can talk better than, I think, anyone on the roster right now. It's Maybe. pretty crazy, it's, yeah. It may be a tie between, like, him and Kevin Owens and Jericho. Mm-hmm. Like, they're the best talkers. Yeah. So. Yeah, maybe, yeah. In wrestling, like, you don't really need to be able to wrestle that well. Like, The Rock was never a good wrestler. He yeah. just had charisma, the yin-yang. His big his big move was an elbow drop. Yeah, it's like you don't the need to be a good elbow. wrestler. Or, like, your look, build, at like, look at Foley. Foley never had a big build or anything Hogan like that. Hogan was a terrible worker. Yeah, dude. It's <laughs> just like you, got, you just need charisma, and, like, body size and type don't really matter anymore. Mm-hmm. They're starting to not matter that much yeah. anyway. I don't know, man. I th- I could see it. Eventually, maybe three or four years from now. Yeah. So, yeah, have? that'll be it. Yeah, I, I, I can definitely see Enzo and Cass. Enzo and Cass? I think this might it. be the, when they, like, give them the titles and let yeah. them kind of do their thing with it. Yeah, actually, the more that I think about it, I feel like I don't think this is a Cesaro and Sheamus moment. No. I think it's either the club retains or Enzo and Cass take it. You're right, yeah. yeah. Next, 
is Dean Ambrose, the Intercontinental Champion, yes. defending against Baron Corbin. Yeah. In a singles match. No yeah, stipulation. Just a straight up one on one fisticuffs. Corbin attacked Dean Ambrose with a forklift. <laughs> it was so Next match. Awesome. Yeah, like. <laughs> like <laughs> it was so awesome. I was just like, yes! Fucking wrestling! Like, yeah. just fucking yes! It, it was, was great. so great. Yeah. Because, like, the way they played it out was, I think, okay, I'm going to get this wrong. I know it. So the night after Elimination Chamber, Dean Ambrose is like, Carmen, where are you? Where are you? And he was, and then the Corbin shows up on the big screen. Yeah. And he's like, look, man, I don't just come out there when people call my name. Yeah. Like, no, I'm not coming out. And that was it. And he was like, damn. <laughs> and then uh, the next week he did the same thing. And Corbin was like, nope, not coming out. And then Dean went looking for him backstage. And then Corbin attacked Dean with a metal pipe. Or something, and yeah. then fucking pinned him to the ground with, <laughs> with a, a fucking with forklift. the tines of a forklift yeah. or prongs I, or whatever. I posted a picture on my Twitter of just, just like wrestling. Dean, <laughs> just wrestling, and Dean was like, he's like, he's got the forklift. On. It's super silly. <laughs> I was watching it. I was like, this is the best. Yeah, I want more of this stuff. SmackDown's willing. They push it a little. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. It feels like they push it a little. But bit. It, it is like you say. It is very like backstage, like scrappy. It it does like you don't see that as much anymore. Like the the backstage the, fighting. The people like, you don't see at, like surprising one another backstage yeah. and. And just using, you know, random... It felt very objects. video game-ish. Like, it was just yeah. like, what's the damage modifier on a forklift? It felt, <laughs> it felt Attitude Era to me, you know? Like, it, it was very just like, yeah. what's what's going on? But What yeah. if... Like, you know what would have been great? Mm -hmm. If you pinned him to the floor with the forklift and then just gave him an elbow drop. Because that's like an 1,000% damage modifier. That's a pretty big deal, yeah. Like the While being other, pinned by a history, There's a history lesson for you people forklift. that don't watch a lot of wrestling. The only other time that I can remember somebody getting pinned with a forklift was The Rock. <laughs> the Rock got pinned by Mankind, Mick Foley. I do not remember that. Um, in a halftime heat match. At the halftime of the Super Bowl, they had a match in an empty arena. And Mick Foley pinned The Rock for the WWE title with a forklift. Wow. And they had, like, <laughs> when they did the thing, it was like Mick was lowering the forklift, and they did, like, an upshot, like a shot, like, the camera was above The Rock, and he's like, no! <laughs> so great. That sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Wow. <laughs> oh, but, yeah, and then Corbin, uh, I, can't, I can't really remember what else happened in this feud. Dean was going to have a match with um, James, Ellsworth. James Ellsworth. Yeah, yeah, and Corbin attacked him before he got in the ring. Like while doing his entrance, yeah. I loved this. I actually loved this up with Corbin saying, like, I'm not coming out there. Yeah. Like, oh, no. <laughs> Apparently, he's also been doing some really good stuff on Talking Smack that I have not been able to catch yeah, up on. Yeah, I haven't. No. I don't but, have time uh, for Talking Smack. I'm yeah. sorry. Like, I know it's only, like, what, a half an hour or something, yeah. but come on, man. There's so much wrestling. <laughs> um, I have no idea who's going to win this. This could go either way. I'm all in on Corbin. All right. This is it. Fair enough. Because I think, like, <clears throat> they're going to move on to other stuff with Dean and... Put him back in the title picture. Probably. Yeah, Corbin. I go with Corbin. I think Corbin. Uh, I just realized I do have a short list of some people that are confirmed to be in the uh, in the arm bar. Okay. Um, Mojo Raleigh was the first person to announce his, yeah. uh, that he'd be in it. Uh, Apollo Crews. Sorry, future WWE champion Mojo, Mojo Raleigh. Raleigh. Okay. <laughs> Apollo Crews. Yeah. Uh, big show, yeah. now that he doesn't have his match with Shaq. Uh, Kurt Hawkins. Poor, poor big show. Uh... Braun Strowman, Golden Truth, The Shining Stars, Curtis Axel, Bo Dallas, and Jinder Mahal. Yep. Sami Zayn, uh, Heath Slater, Rhino, American Alpha, Brizongo, Ziggler, oof. Uh, the Usos. Oof. <laughs> Double oof. Yeah. 
Oh, by the way, because we won't touch on it, the Usos are the tag team champions. Oh, yeah, by the way. Because they beat American Alpha in an excellent match. Excellent match, yeah. It was yeah. awesome. And, and I'm, I'm, dude, I'm much more excited about that. The week before that title match, though, the Usos cut this promo on the big screen, yeah. and they were like, you know that feeling when you're paranoid, and you're like, I don't know what's behind me. It's the Usos, brah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, fucking kill them. <laughs> it was great, yeah. Oh, the Usos were great. Yeah. They've been great, but... Man, poor SmackDown tag team division. Mark Henry. Wow. I forgot about Sin Cara. Sin Cara. Oh, shit. Sin Cara's a thing. Sin Cara's employed. Kalisto's a thing, too, still, isn't it? Well, Kalisto I knew about, but yes, he's also in the match. Uh, Titus O'Neil. Last time Kalisto was on TV. The, the Ascension and the Vaudevillains will also be yeah. in a match. And, uh, yes, uh, Tian Bing. Yeah. Tian Bing, that's first, what his name is. First yeah. Chinese recruit. Mm-hmm. So. Good for him. Yep. Get out there, get some exposure. I, after you said gender Mahal, I might have to take change my pick. Because he can't, can't. How can you hinder the gender? <laughs> He's so vascular. He's <laughs> just he can't be stopped. Anyway, so yeah, excited to see the Intercontinental match. I think it'll be a really. I good think match. it'll be really good. I think God Corbin's been great, mm-hmm. and I really want to see if they do something special for Corbin's entrance. Mm. That'll be fun. Yeah. There will be a mixed tag oh match. I feel, is this the first mixed tag match at WrestleMania? No, Probably not. No way, man. It's the first one I've seen in a while. I can't remember the last time there was a mixed tag match. Like, this is uh, John Cena. Oh, well, I guess the last mixed tag match we saw was New Day and Bailey hmm. when they teamed up. But I mean, like, at Mania? But at Mania, yeah. like a pay-per-view mixed tag match? John Cena mm-hmm. and Nikki Bella yep. versus The Miz yep. and Maurice. This might be the best storyline going in. It's or the best like promos. Second best. Second best. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, best promos. It's yeah. been so good. I wish so, this is the this is the episode I wish we had video for, yeah. so we could show you all this stuff. But you're gonna have to look it up. So we talked. Well, we talked at the Elimination Chamber. Yeah. About uh, Nikki backstage, um, incidentally messing Maurice up yeah. with uh, while she was at like the makeup table or something. Mm. Um, that's not what this match is based on. Yeah. <laughs> this match is not. It was like a cat. It started it though, just yeah. like when Cena pinned Miz in the Elimination Chamber, and then yeah. we had this backstage thing where Nikki ran into Maurice. Yeah. So Miz cut this promo, or did did it start with Miz having John on Miz TV? Yeah. Yeah. And so it was Miz and Maurice were there, and you know, Miz cut this fantastic promo about John Cena, you know, being a part timer holding talent back. Yeah, dude. And to see his credit when he his rebuttal was awesome. Yeah, well part of like, his rebuttal was like, okay, that's yeah. a cool promo you just said. The same promo everyone else has been saying for the past six months. Yeah. And then he was, I love, actually my favorite part was when he was like, um, if you think that it had all this pull and all this power backstage, you don't think I wouldn't be fighting The Undertaker at WrestleMania? It's yeah. Like, oh, yeah, he's got us. <laughs> like, you yeah. got me, John. Because <laughs> at that point, John Cena did not have a WrestleMania match. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty great. Yeah, was, I liked that part a lot. Yeah. So, it that escalates. John makes to attack uh, Miz. Miz does what he usually does, which is put Maurice in front of him. Yeah. And... Which and Maurice is happy to be there. She's yeah. she's happy to play that role. Yeah. Uh, and then she, I believe, she actually slaps John. Yes. And John's like, okay, well, uh, I'm obviously not going to fight you, but I know who can. <laughs> yeah. And then Nikki comes out. Yeah. Because they were they've 
they've... Basically, the, the crux of this whole feud relates to Total Bellas, which yeah. is the reality show spin-off of Total Divas that focuses on just the Bella family specifically, John Cena and Nikki Bella, and Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella. And no, you monsters, we're not going to cover that. No, show. we're not. But one of the like <laughs> ongoing sources of reality show tension on that show, snore, is <laughs> that uh, John Cena has not, or perhaps will not, yeah. propose to Nikki. Yeah. And uh, he has like, there's a there was an episode about getting a prenup. There's various rules that John Cena has. I'm, I'm positive this is played up for the reality TV show. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and so uh, Maurice has cut promos on Nikki being like, you know, you are, you're, uh, you're fake. You're only in your position because you look good. Uh, the reason John Cena will never marry you is because beauty will fade and then he will cast you aside. Yeah. And uh, so... You know, whereas I have the Miz, and he's great, and I'm great, and we make a great team, and your whole, uh, your whole relationship is based on looking good for the camera. John is using you to further his brand, yeah. and he does not love you, and that's why he won't marry you. And so it's playing into this whole. Maurice has been, yeah, this whole feud. Recall that she was a wrestler before as well. So this is yeah. not. This is not like, like. Maurice, but can she wrestle? Like she used to, she was champion once at least. Yeah. Um, and uh, and she was actually pretty pretty good back in back in the day. I missed it all. So, yeah, this basically is sort of escalated to the point where um, they made a match that was all right at WrestleMania. It's gonna be a mixed tag match: John and Nikki versus Miz and Maurice. Since the match has been made, the greatest promos like all year probably have been happening, which is lost episodes of Total Bellas oh with God. the Miz and Maurice playing John and Nikki oh and 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 Bree and Daniel Bryan. And Daniel Bryan, yeah. the two of them playing all four characters, Fuck, and man. it's just been. So ridiculous. Not not just making fun of John and Nikki, but also making fun of Total Bellas, the, yeah. the show. Because there's a lot of, like, uh, the Miz as John Cena being like, uh, oh, well, Nikki, I think we should tie the knot. And he, like, and he gets down on one knee, and then, like, the wedding music, like, da, 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 and Maurice playing Nikki, like, throws her hand over her mouth, like, you know, like, looks amazed, and then he's like, okay, I just gotta tie my shoe here. No, he's, like, over the... Bunny ear, bunny yeah. ear, round we go. Damn it! I can't figure it out. I was in tears laughing at the fucking bunny ear. Bunny, bunny ear, it's really good. Oh, my there, God. These are, these, all these promos are up on the WWE uh, YouTube channel. Yeah. They're really funny. They're you awesome. You need to check them you out. Watch it. It's like, my favorite was, Nikki, I decided to get you a diamond. And he like goes off camera and the music comes in. And she throws her hand over her mouth. <laughs> Dallas Page Yoga DVD set. <laughs> <laughs> I love the time in Dallas this page. Is the, this is the TV set. bedroom. Yeah, right. Like, this is our TV, TV bedroom. bedroom. <laughs> I sleep down the hall. Nikki sleeps on the upper floor. <laughs> yeah. but this is the room that makes our relationship look legitimate for the cameras. <laughs> There's a part where John Cena's reading cue cards, and yeah. the cue card guy doesn't move. The he reads just the same line like three times. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, what else? There's a dinner scene where John, or, I mean, Miz is playing John and. Uh, Maurice is playing Nikki, and then Daniel Bryan and Bree come in. 
also being played by Miz, the Miz Daniel Bryan, and Daniel Bryan comes in like he has his, 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 his shoes on his, his knees, knees yeah. hobbling into the room, going yes, 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 with like a fake beard and a flannel shirt. <laughs> and it's like, like steak for dinner. We're having steak. I can't have steak. <laughs> it upsets my tummy, and it's like, don't worry, honey, I got you a juice box. John Cena has like all these rules apparently. I've never watched the show, but I guess yeah. he's got rules around the house. But they play it out. It's like rule number 34. Always use a coaster. And it's like if you break the rules, you will be banished from the household. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, and then after they do like they do like four episodes of this. Four short, like five minute episodes. Or yeah. And then right at the end of the last episode, Miz like takes off all the gear and Marie says to you in the cut like this, this like deadpan very serious um, promo mm-hmm. talking about how they're going to win and you guys are the worst and we're the best and God, it was awesome. I yeah. just love, like, you believe, like, I am, like, I, I mean, even if I, if Cena, I mean, Miz was doing this against anyone, it yeah. doesn't matter, like, how we feel about John Cena, mm-hmm. um, I think I would be cheering for the Miz, like, just because, like, his work's been awesome. Like, this, yeah. everything about this is great. B- before they take the gear off, he's, he's, Getting more and more serious, and oh, yeah. talking the as John Cena is talking to Maurice as Nikki and yeah. is and is being like you know uh, talking about how like he's gonna like we're gonna get embarrassed at WrestleMania and then I'm gonna leave and then you won't be able to see me because there's no there's no man here to see <laughs> yeah. just like be- yeah. because I'm a ghost because <laughs> yeah. there's nothing to see. Yeah. I think Ms. I think Ms. Maurice are winning this match. Yeah, dude, hands down. They have like they just like out on the strength of all of this work that they've done. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Now, do you put any credence to the rumor that after the match, John proposes to Nikki at WrestleMania? Really? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it'd be a good end to the storyline. Yeah. Especially if they lose. Yeah, I thought proposals were supposed to be a surprise, though. Yeah, it's a rumor. It's not yeah. like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I guess so. Whatever. Yeah. Sure. If they want to do that, like, I'll be. I'll be happy for both of them. Like, yeah. I was like people. But it, it doesn't have up. to be a real proposal. Yeah, it doesn't. It have could to be, be a storyline proposal. They've had how many people have gotten married over the years? Like, people edge. get pregnant in storylines, and then they just don't know where to go with it. Like, yeah, <laughs> and they're real awkward. Then they give birth to a hand. Yeah, yeah. Let's not worry about it too much. Okay. Chris. Jericho, yeah, the U.S. champion, yes, still, still, defending against Kevin Owens, yes. his former best friend. Yeah, so crushed, a little bit, but no, he is. Oh, he's he's crushed. Yeah, Jericho is or yeah. Kevin Owens is. Jericho, Jericho's crushed. Yeah, Kevin Owens maintains that they were never friends. We talked about this yeah. in the Fastlane episode. There wasn't. He actually... maintains that they were never friends. Well, that he thought that he was using Jericho the whole time. Yeah, and basically off that. Um, the fast lane after is when Kevin Owens kind of explained. We, we talked about that. Yeah, right? we did. Um, at, after that, there's like been no like really like progressive promos from these two. Like you know what yeah, I mean? Like the, a bad Vans, it's just been like I don't like you, you don't like. And there, I yeah, there was a you, promo like, where they made the match where Kevin Owens comes out at the top of the ramp, Jericho's in the ring. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Owens is like, let's fight about this, and Jericho goes, cool, what about at WrestleMania? And <laughs> Owens is like, fine, put your title on the line, and Jericho goes, okay. You got it. Yeah, and that's, that's it. Um, Can I say, though, the, the Raw, the go-home Raw, mm-hmm. <clears throat> how, this is, I love this from Owens, it's, uh, oh, because, so, a lot of the Raw storylines have not been told as well as I would have liked, and there's they're sort of clustering 
around uh, Triple H and Steph again, which mm, bothers me. Yeah. But so it's been sort of like Jericho, who's a face now mostly, For and most part, yeah, and Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens and Samoa Joe. Yeah. As like disciples of Triple H. Yeah. There's rumors that that's going to be like a thing going forward. That they're going to add people to it. Okay. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I just don't like it's always being about Trips and Steph in command of. Yeah. Steph maintains the worst written character on that show. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's awful. I have no problem with Stephanie McMahon the person, but her character is inconsistent and terribly written, and has no. There's no payoff. It's just. She's just evil for no reason. Yeah. The motivations make no sense. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway. Yeah, it's like so, even her motivations, like, to put on a good show aren't even there. Like, no. you can't even justify it. It's because, all like, vindictive. Yeah. And it, makes, like, it doesn't make any sense internally for the character. Yeah. It's weird. Uh, the only thing I can think about is, like, that they she does it because it's like she's Vince's daughter and she can do whatever, but they never state that. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, she, I mean, Vince... <laughs> Vince was never quite like this. Yeah. But I mean, like, that's her excuse, right? Like, I guess. My dad owns the company. I can do whatever I want. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, but like, you idiots are going to show up and watch the show. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, I know, I but know. I just anyway. mean, like, in kayfabe from a character standpoint, yeah. that that would be her motivation. Anyway. The point being, they... the the, the These two groups of two have sort of been fighting, kind of. And one thing I love about Kevin Owens is that they were... He and Samoa Joe were moving back up the ramp on Raw, and Jericho was like, you know what happens <laughs> to Owens? He was like, you know what happens when whatever it was that he just did? And then he holds his pen up, and he's like, you just made the list! And Owens is like, oh! Like, Owens, <laughs> yeah. Owens sells so, so. Being, being put on the list. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, damn it! And like, he's, like, this is a really big deal. Kevin Owens breaks the list at one point in yeah. one of the Raws. I think it's a Raw before the go-home. Yeah. He just rips all the papers I think you can buy those. Like the clipboards? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, like with the actual list of Jericho on it? Yeah, I think oh, you can. Like I think you can WWE buy them on the them? on the shop. Yeah, I would. That wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. But I mean, like as far as the storyline goes, like it's it, it, it's pretty much from the last four weeks is exactly where it was when we talked about it last time. Yeah, like they've broken up. We've got this blood feud. Jericho needs to get back at Owens. Owens needs to prove a point that. Like, he's better than Jericho, mm-hmm. and he doesn't need him, and he just wants to take that title. Like, he's gone back to that prize fighter. <clears throat> yeah. And then the team up with Samoa Joe, I feel like, has worked. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm i hoping that Kevin Owens doesn't turn on another partner. You know what I mean? Like, we can't just keep having, like, this cycle of Kevin yeah. Owens, like, turn on Sami Zayn, and then he turn on Jericho, and then he'll turn on Samoa Joe, right? It's just sort of weird, because, like, Goldberg and Lesnar, uh, as the biggest match on the Raw part of the card sort of exists, we talked about this once before, it sort of exists in this bubble. Yeah. That, like, it only happens in and around itself, and mostly they're not even on the show that often. Mm-hmm. And so uh, this match and the match that Triple H is involved in um, are sort of, like, in this, this like, authority nexus mm-hmm. where everything's sort of blurring back and forth, and I'm like, mm. It's yeah. just, it's it's not... I haven't really I don't, thought of it that way. Like I don't mind it, it so much, but the, I, I I find myself way less invested in the stories because I don't think they're being told as well. I think the SmackDown stories are being told much better. Because hmm. yeah, I'm like almost on the opposite because I feel like these stories have been told for me anyway. And like I really enjoy I've really enjoyed the I've the stall, the Rollins and Triple H story. Like I think it's been fun, and I liked all the Mick Foley stuff, and I liked um, I even liked a little bit of the Lesnar Goldberg stuff. But that was only because. 
I mean, we'll get to it, but Heyman was on the mic, so it's yeah. like... I dig that... Well, yeah, I wasn't saying that was bad. I was yeah, just saying but that just, that's... That, like, I, for yeah. some reason, I can't explain it. Like, I'm invested in all these storylines. Mm-hmm. Like, going in, I'm just like, I'm super excited for WrestleMania, and I'm just like, oh, I can't wait to see where this goes. Who do you think wins this match? Owens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, the meta answer is because Jericho's going on tour with Fozzie. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. So, and that we know about. So, right. <clears throat> and even if he wasn't, I would pick Owens to win this match. Fair enough. Yeah. Fatal four-way elimination match yeah. for the Raw Women's Championship. Bailey defending against Charlotte, Sasha, and Nia Jax. Yeah. Or the entire Raw Women's roster. Yeah. But you were... <laughs> Fuck, yeah. When you put it that way. Yeah. yeah. But Except Graham and Adam, last time you said it was only a triple threat because yeah. you talked about... The night, so the next night on Raw. Yeah, so how did Nia Jax get in? She beat up Sasha, right? Bailey? Bailey? Sasha? Sasha. Sasha. I don't know. Pretty sure. Nia, Nia went to Steph. No. <laughs> this is the only storyline I actually am not that I really don't care about. I'm, no. I'm sorry, but I just like, I feel really bad for these women. Nia went to Steph and was like, why am I not in this match? That's I'm huge. That's, and yeah. I just, I can't buy her voice. And then Steph was like, oh yeah, you are huge and terrifying. Okay, if you beat Sasha, you're in the match. Yeah. And then she beat Sasha, so she's in the match. To be fair though, there was a sweet moment where Dana Brooke Turned on Charlotte. Oh, right, yeah, sorry. Which was awesome. Dana Brooke's also in the division. Yeah, Dana Brooke showed up, and then Dana Brooke had a match with Bailey, Mm -hmm. and she lost. And then um, Charlotte's like, You're useless. She started getting in her face, and then Charlotte, I mean, Dana slugged her. Yep. And then Charlotte tumbled out of the ring, and the crowd was losing it. They started Mm -hmm. chanting Dana. Like, it was an awesome moment. I really liked it. It felt like way too late, but yeah. I mean, I'm glad they did it. And I felt good. I like I I hope that they do something with Dana. I mean, they're doing something. I'm hoping they do something with Dana and Emma because we've gotten more promos of the old Emma coming yeah. back, which have been I don't know, whatever. I mean, what if they just give us No, the Jax old... defeated Bailey. Nia defeated Bailey to get oh, into okay. the fatal four-way. What if this give us the old double bluff with Emma and then they like she comes out as old Emma and she's like psych and then goes back and then they do more promos with Emma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just get us. What if she comes out as goofy NXT Emma? Ooh, with the, with please the dance? no, yeah, no. No, okay. I like this Emma that we're gonna that we're doing right now. This is the Emma I want. Yeah. Damn. So yeah, uh, they need more heels. Yeah, this is just sort of. Charlotte, it, Charlotte thinks she's the queen and deserves to be the champion, and it's ridiculous no, that... yeah, Sasha be Dana, sorry, because yeah. Sasha looked like she held the tights a little bit when she rolled her up. Mm. I think they're teasing Sasha Banks turning heel. Well, yeah, because, so, Charlotte's motivation is that she thinks she's the queen and deserves the title, and Bailey does not deserve it because Bailey's weak. Yeah, Bailey's just a fan. That's yeah. her thing. Yeah. Bailey's thing is that yes, she is a fan, and this is what she's always dreamed. Yeah. Her sort of back. She talks about backstory like her and her friends like getting together to watch WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Sasha believes herself to be the boss, and that she is super friendly with Bailey, but still thinks she could take her. Mm-hmm. And has said this out loud. Yeah. Right. She's like, yeah, I'm like I love Bailey. Bailey and I have fought to the death, but. I love her. She's great. She's my friend, but I can take her. Yeah, because like Charlotte's always trying to. And bring Nia's up. like, I'm big, <laughs> <laughs> and you can't teach that. 
Because Charlotte's always trying to bring up the tension between Bailey and Charlotte. Yeah. And they, that was the promo where, like, Charlotte's like... Sasha's or between like, Bailey and Sasha. Bailey and yeah. Sasha, sorry. And Charlotte's definitely needling them. Yeah. And yeah. Sasha's like, yeah, we know. We fought. Like, doesn't mean we're not friends. Like, mm-hmm. we can still be... I can still like each other or move on from fighting. But I think, yeah, I think Sasha's... Also, winning. I do know that Alicia Fox is technically also on the Raw Women's Division, but she's part of the Cruiserweight. It's now really yeah. sort of... Poor Alicia. Yeah. Alicia Fox. Says Noam Dar. The Scottish Alicia does Dar. what? Sorry? <laughs> yeah. uh, Excuse me? Uh, what's that accent? Okay. Yeah. Um, I think Sasha's winning this. Like, they're going to eliminate mm. Naya. This is just fantasy booking. All right, all right, all right. Naya's all right. going out first, yeah. then Charlotte. Then it's going to be Sasha and Bailey. And Sasha's going to do some cheating. Ooh, there you go. Nice. No, that's good. I like that. That's what I think, anyway. That, that makes a lot of sense. You? Yeah, Sasha winning makes a lot of sense. I don't think it's Nia. I mean, everyone. I think it's either Sasha winning or Bailey retaining. I yeah. don't think it goes to Charlotte either. Yeah, everyone's all up in arms because, you know, Sasha should be winning it here, right? I mean, not Sasha. Bailey. I keep yeah. saying the wrong names. Bailey should be winning it here. We talked about that last time, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, it is what it is, and we, we're going to get what we get, whether we like it or not. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Shane McMahon <laughs> versus AJ Styles. Okay. Disclaimer. <laughs> okay. I was just as upset as everyone else was when this was rumored. Uh-huh. I am not so upset about it anymore. No, the story, the, the story going been, into it has been the great. The story has been fucking great. It's been told really well. It's been awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Like, like AJ's so pissed off that he doesn't have a match at WrestleMania. Yeah. Well, the way, well, first, it's that, it's not the WrestleMania thing, it's just that he wants his title shot after Elimination Chamber. Yeah. Because he's like, I was promised a title shot, I should get it. Yeah. And they're like, no, we're going to have a Battle Royal. Yeah. To determine the number one contender. And then at the end of the Battle Royal, AJ and Luke Harper do the Bret Hart Lex Luger thing. Mm-hmm. Like Royal Rumble 90. Oh, God. Come on, Adam. 94? Yeah. And uh, they both go over the top rope and they both hit at the same time, but they just don't have a camera there to catch the angle. They, the only angle they yeah. have is the, the hard camera. I mean, they totally did, yeah, but, it, but it, yeah. it, it didn't quite work. Nah, shut up, Graham. You're going to get pinned by a forklift with that tog. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Quit exposing the business. I'm just saying they kind of botched it <laughs> yeah. and then they had to be like, oh, they both hit at the same time. Yeah. Um, and then that happens, they're like, well, what do we got to do now? So Harper and AJ have a match, yeah. which AJ wins. Mm-hmm. And AJ's like, I'm the number one contender. Um, oh, sorry. Let's rewind a little bit. Oh, even further. The reason we got to that contender, the, the Battle Royal uh, thing, was because Randy Orton came out mm. and said, I'm not going to fight you, Bray Wyatt, as long as you hold that title. Yeah. And he supplicated. He gave up his Royal Rumble shot. Yeah, he gave up the Royal Rumble shot. So that's why they had a Battle Royal. Sorry. But then after AJ beat Luke Harper, Randy Orton comes out and is like, JK, want the title shot. And yeah. it's like, all right. <laughs> like, okay. So then they make Randy Orton and AJ Styles fight each other, which has this great moment in the match where oh, man. AJ Styles is going for the phenomenal forearm. Oh, it's so good. And he, he goes to jump on the springboard. And Randy Orton goes to counter with the RKO. He goes to catch him with the RKO. And AJ just drops back down to the apron, and Randy falls on his back. He, like just, his, he, he like, jumps up, grabs nothing, and falls on his back. Yeah, and it's like, oof. Because, like, everyone always gets caught. Like, that's how he catches people, right? Scouted. It's beautiful. Scouted. And there's a great gif I saw of, like, AJ going to jump, 
and then all of a sudden, like, Randy appears on the, like, it just shows him jumping, like... Mm -hmm. It just, like, loops forever. Yeah, it loops yeah. forever kind it's of really thing. Fun. Yeah, it's really great. But Randy wins that match. Yeah. So then a AJ's like, I keep getting screwed over. I won that battle royal. I beat Luke Harper, and then all of a sudden, Randy Orton's just like, oh, I want my shot back, and you guys are just like, okay? Like, he's actually, he legitimately has a beef. Like, yeah. it's, a re like it's a good reason. It's not like... And he's getting I more and more upset with Shane specifically. Yeah, Shane specifically, because he feels like Shane is targeting him. Uh -huh. And so, um, AJ loses to Randy Orton, and he's like, this is, they show a clip after SmackDown went off the air, and he's like, he confronts Shane. They have a heated argument. And he's like, this is bullshit. And it's like, I won't stand for this. And then the next week, AJ Styles jumps Shane backstage. Yeah. Puts his head through a car window, yeah. which looked great. AJ beat the piss out of him in this mm -hmm. segment. I was like, oh, man. I feel a little uncomfortable. I was like, ooh. And then uh, Dan Bryan fires AJ. Yeah. Um, that same night, is it the same night when he announces? Because there's a match between the Usos and the American Alpha going on, and they keep showing... Shane walking backstage, yeah. and he comes out into like the main area, and he's like, AJ Styles, you have your opponent for WrestleMania. Yeah. He's like, it's me. You say you don't have an opponent for Mania? You yeah. do now. Yeah. Like, he's like, the doctors are like, you need to go home, and he's like, no, I'm going no, I'm going to the ring. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> so yeah, that's how we got here, basically. And then the SmackDown, the go-home SmackDown, um, Shane uh, does the contract signing. Does the yeah they do the contract signing, which ends with Shane jumping from the top turnbuckle onto. No, AJ it's the one before. Oh yeah, right. The raw. I mean, the SmackDown raw. The SmackDown before uh, Shane does an elbow to the outside to AJ Styles For, from the top turnbuckle through the announce table. Yeah, through yeah. the announce table. And then that the go home raw is they have a contract signing. Yeah. And actually, the best part about that was uh, AJ Styles is like, you do realize that this is just a traditional match. It's yeah. not Hell in the Cell. It's not no DQ. There's nothing that there's no extra stuff that you can use to like help even the if playing field. If you're outside the ring and the ref counts to ten, yeah. you lose. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "This is my house. Like yeah. you are in so much trouble. I'm the best in the world." And it's like, I mean, he's right. He's, <laughs> like, yeah, he's, he's, like, he's 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 leveling legitimate criticism at Shane's match history, being yeah. like. This is not the kind of match that you ever win. Oh, it's so it was so brilliant because yeah. even when he said it, I was like, "Holy fuck, he's right." Yeah, I was like, "I don't." Has Machine ever had like just a regular one-on-one -on -one match that wasn't no DQ? Did I mean, he, sure, I'm sure he Randy has, Orton? but no, not. I'm, I'm sure he has, but I, I don't think he's been successful. No, because most of his big matches are always like ones where he can just get the piss beat out of him. Yeah, so that'll be interesting. As far as predictions go, mm -hmm. I mean, I want to say just AJ Styles. Yeah. Yeah. But what if Shane wins and they're trying to... I know you're going to hate this. Okay. But Shane wins and cheats, turns heel. Uh. But then we have just a heel authority figure. Mm. And then they're wanting to... Because, I mean, like, people aren't booing AJ really. Yeah. You know? So I think that maybe they want AJ to be... The face that runs the place kind of thing with John Cena cutting down. And Shane. I think, I think Ambrose should be the face that runs SmackDown. Yeah, that's true. But I just, I'm just i just thinking in but the, the what, scope of this. What do match. I think? Yeah. Or what, what do they care what, what I do think? What do you know? What yeah. do you know, Graham Stark? Uh, no, no, I think, I think AJ wins. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll say I'll yeah. stick with AJ. I think there's a possibility that Shane could win and turn heel and we get that evil McMahon that we all desire mm. the head of the show. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. No, I, I, I love the way SmackDown's going. Yeah. 
The next match, though, I don't think there is a bigger contender on the roster for uh, an obvious winner for when the, for the for uh, for what should be the obvious winner mm-hmm. than Seth Rollins versus Triple H. Yeah. Yeah, there's like, like <laughs> spoilers. Seth has there's to no win this match. match. Yeah, there's no way. He has to win this match. <laughs> yeah. So I know that you said that you were super into this. I have some problems with this storyline purely from how it has been told. Yeah. Because it's been just sort of dragged along. Like, you know, like a gif of like a dog that doesn't want to go for a walk. So it's just lying sideways on the ground, being dragged along by the leash. Yeah. You know? I think they have a they have this giant match. Yeah. This I think it's a fatal four way. Triple H comes out. That oh, was the universal title match? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pedigrees Seth Rollins. Yeah. Gets Kevin Owens to pin him. Gives the title because this was the vacant Title. This was all the way after SummerSlam. Yeah. After uh, Finn Balor had to had to uh, vacate the title, basically puts the title on Owens, says nothing, and leaves. Yeah. Seth get in subsequent weeks. Seth gets very angry with Steph and is like, "Your husband, you know." So you obviously knew about this, and she's like, "I had no idea." Yeah. I. This is not something I'm a part of. And then, and then Seth drops it, and nothing happens. Yeah. And we don't hear anything. Then, months later, he's like, hey, I should probably fight, I should probably fight Triple H. Yeah. And I'm going to do that by fighting Jericho. Yeah. To get to Triple H. Yeah. Because he, he has to get the, take out Jericho and then Kevin Owens. and then Except he never gets to the point of taking out Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. He just has this match with Jericho. Then he just starts demanding that Triple H show up, which never happens. Mm-hmm. All of that... I feel was not handled well. Like the fact that it took so long, like, l- that like he starts harassing Steph and nothing happens, and then there was a point, and there we... was the bit backstage where you, where, where Steph's like, "I don't, I don't know anything about him," and then she go, gets into his car and mm-hmm. leaves, and you're like, well, "Oh," and then but then nothing happened. There was a bit we didn't bring up, which I think they have kind of. Revert- this will all look great for the video package, but at the time, like yeah. remember at the time that this was not done well. Yeah, the promo package for this match will be amazing. Yeah, but. Um, we didn't bring it up, and then somebody mentioned in the YouTube comments, I can't remember your name, but uh, lead, those promos, those few promos leading up to it where he was trying to get Triple H to show up, yeah. and he was threatening to show up, and he's like, what if I go to your house and one of your daughters answers the door? It's like, Jesus, dude, like, yeah. you need to relax, Seth Rollins. <laughs> like, yeah, because yeah, you're looking like, because he was looking like the heel. Yeah. That was when um, Triple H was cutting these promos where he's like, I, I'm trying so hard to be a creator, and you're just not letting me, and I don't want to let that guy out, that, yeah. that king of kings. I don't want to let Because that was when Seth Rollins showed up at TakeOver San Antonio. Yeah. When he appeared in Triple H's house and was like, I know he's here. Yeah. And Triple H sixed security on him. Yeah. So, um, and then, yeah, then the Triple H is like, look, I, I can be a destroyer, but here I try to be a creator. And, you know, if Seth keeps this up, then he's going to meet the destroyer. Yeah. So then on Raw... Seth's there, and Triple H is like, by the way, the Destroyer is not me. Yeah. It's actually this guy, the debuting Samoa Joe, yeah. who's now my crony. Yeah. Go Samoa Joe, uh, attack Seth Rollins, and yeah. Samoa Joe does, and legitimately injures Seth Rollins. So now, now who knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, he's been cleared from Mania. He's, he's, in real life, he's been cleared from Mania. Yeah. In the storyline, he is not. In the storyline, he is not well enough to compete. Mm. Uh, partly due to the fact that Triple H 
re-injured him. <laughs> like, Seth comes down to the ring with the, with the crutch and then is like, oh, I don't need the crutch. Yeah. What's up? And yeah. then they fight. And That Tripp, part was awesome. Which that was sweet. That was awesome. That, that was yeah. sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Trips is like, I'm attacking your knee. <laughs> yeah. And then the next he week he's... Leg bar like, yeah, yeah, the next week he's like, Seth's back in a knee brace and with, with the crutch again. Yeah. Um, and so they're like... I don't understand this. It's like, Triple H says that we can't have the match because then you might get seriously more injured and then we would be liable. Yeah. So the only way we could have this match (laughs) that I don't want to have is if you agree, if you sign this hold harmless agreement that if you hurt yourself in this match that you somehow want and that I don't want because I'm just going to beat the crap out of you, that you should not sign, but if you sign it, then I'll have this match with you. Sign it, pussy, pussy, pussy. Sign it, Seth. It's it's very weird. <laughs> it's funny because when I was, I didn't, I I didn't think this was weird. I just took it at face value. I was like, yeah, sign the whole harmless. Like no big deal. Like <laughs> like in wrestling terms, like a wrestling fan, I'm just like I'm just feeding the, I'm just eating the bullshit that they're feeding me. Right? Like, I'm just like, I'm not. Thanks WWE. I'll take some more, please. Like, like and you're just had, like, wait a second. <laughs> like they've had unsanctioned matches before, yeah. right? So why suddenly, if it's like he's a contractor, why is it that like if you allow him, like you're not telling him to have this match? Yeah, it's not like you're his boss being like you have to have this match. Yeah. you're allowing him to have a match that he wants. Mm-hmm. Why are you just make him sign a waiver? You don't have to like this. Like we're gonna have a hold harmless match. Yeah. I don't know. So yeah, it's a non-sanctioned match. Is the point? Uh, so he signed a hold harmless agreement. It's a non-sanctioned match for Triple H to beat the crap out of an injured Seth Rollins. Yeah. Except obviously Seth has to win because otherwise this six months of storyline is a waste. Yeah. So, um, um, there was a say. Uh, they, they, I, I, I will say this for them. Yeah. This is my turn to, to, to give them the benefit of the doubt. Okay. They were hampered on their storytelling for this because for a period of time there, they legitimately didn't know if Seth yeah. would be able to compete at WrestleMania. They just didn't know. But, um, but everything prior to that, yeah. prior to Seth showing up at NXT San Antonio, was bullshit. Was just, it just stupid. It took forever. <laughs> yeah, it was like, like, oh, Seth finally remembered that he was mad about something. Yeah. So you know, like you remember that person that owes you like ten bucks. Yeah. Like six months later, and you're just like, he's just getting changed that in the locker fuck room. Owes me ten bucks. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just saw him. Like <laughs> he didn't even mention it. That asshole. Like they just pass each other in the hallway. Like, hey, Seth. Yeah. Hey, Hunter. How's it going? Then he goes to the bathroom. And he's, he's like, wait a minute. <laughs> Damn it. That guy. That guy. Forgot all about him. We've cracked the code, Graham. But circling back to the Mick Foley, you have to fire somebody episode. Yeah. Um, this ties into kind of that storyline because Mick is out in the ring and he's like, I have made my decision. Because yeah. he's like, Mick, the whole episode, Stephanie's like, you have to fire somebody. You have to fire somebody. Cut the 10% and get going. Yeah. And so he's like, all right. And he's like, Stephanie, I'm going to fire you. And she's like, nope. <laughs> no, yeah. you're not. Because he, he thinks that she's the, the, the most... Uh, destructive person in the locker room, the person that's making Raw a miserable place to be, the person who's making bad decisions. I mean, he's, he's saying all the things that we you were just saying. Like, it's like, yep, yep, yep. Except it's, yep. the thing is, it's Graham's true. got his little checkboard out. He's like, yep, yep, <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like, <sighs> Alex and I played this game on Watch and Play. Yeah. That was just miserable. 
it was just so bad, and it was terribly designed, and the writing was bad. Mm-hmm. Is that the one with the floating sword? No, uh, that was. I mean, that's. I watched that. Bit. We, we play a lot weird. of bad games. Yeah, yeah. This was this was some time ago. <laughs> Which bad game? <laughs> uh, and then the the like the the author insert character, like someone is doing exposition to the like author insert character, mm-hmm. and then he's like, "Man, this is stupid. Who writes this <laughs> crap?" And Alex and I are just like, "You, <laughs> you don't get to write shit and then go, man, isn't this shit?" As if that's an excuse. <laughs> Mick Foley there, li- going through the litany of reasons that Steph is awful, yeah. is like, hey, we know Steph's awful. And I'm like, then <laughs> fucking fix it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's like, good, yeah. So then Triple H comes out, yeah. and they're like, Mick, you're fired. Yeah. And then Mick is like, brings out Mr. Socko and attacks Triple H. And then the mandible claw. Mick gets low blowed, and then... Uh, Sammy or does Seth come out? No, Sammy save, comes Sammy out. Sammy comes out to save. Yeah, yeah, Sammy Zane comes out to save Mick Foley because Mick and him have had that little storyline going on. In real life, Mick legit really needs hip surgery, and this is a way to write him yeah. off the show. Yeah. Which I didn't know when I watched this. I don't think. I think Maybe they I actually know. like Trips like made a reference to it like on camera. Yeah, being like he's like you hobble down to the ring and your little like whatever. No, he's like I'll break that hip you need surgery on or oh, something. Really? Like he, oh, like he maybe actually this is a promo after because he he, he rips on Mick about like. Oh, this might have been backstage when there was like there was a there was a backstage shot of Mick like walking down the hall after being fired and like saying goodbye to some people and like he's like saying goodbye to like Seamus and Cesaro. They're being really buddy buddy and they're like you know what Mick that was a stupid thing but it turns out it all worked out you know talking about putting them together and everything yeah. and then it gets to the end of the line and there's Triple H who's basically like ha sucker. Oh, he says, have a nice day. Yeah, have a nice day. Yeah, yeah. Have a nice day. <laughs> and then, by the way, Seamus and Cesaro, because for being friendly with McFoley, would then be punished the next week by Steph. That's, that's why. That's what it was. Yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. they had that thing where yeah. they had to prove that they were still going to be in the WrestleMania match. Yeah. And what else happened? Then uh, Triple H and Rollins had a contract signing because that's the big thing for WrestleMania season, especially. Yeah. It's contract signings everywhere. I don't remember this many contract signings last time. No. Like last year when we covered this. Yeah. But anyway, and then uh, Triple H talks about how Seth Rollins is the one-legged man in an asking contest. Yeah. And then he attacks his knee. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, you call yourself the architect of the shield, but I gave you the blueprint. Yeah, that was a sick line. Yeah, that was real sick. (laughs) It's like Triple H is still a a master class in the wrestling promo. Mm -hmm. Like, he's so good. I definitely think they've done a lot... Ever since, like, the people's complaints about Seth Rollins saying he's going to go to Triple H's house and threatening his daughters. Not threatening them directly, but using them. It was the, like, what if your daughter answers the door? Answers the yeah, door, yeah, but they've done a good job of shifting that from, like, making Seth look like the bad guy. Just, like, really hammering home that Triple H is the guy that we yeah. want to boo and Seth is the guy we want to cheer. So, yeah. So this this has to be your I think this injury, actually, this injury and this storyline has done a lot for Seth's character. Because, yeah. like, remember before we were just kind of like, oh, he's a, he's a good guy. And he doesn't really do anything else. I didn't find his heel championship run to be. I didn't find him to be very well booked. He was just like, he was definitely like the chicken shit heel, which is fine. fine. Yeah. Like, but they seem to be relying on that archetype a lot yeah. recently. And he was, he didn't. I liked him, but his reign was not like mm, it was not amazing. Mm-hmm. But I've been liking him a lot since. Yeah. Speaking of reigns, three three more matches. Yeah, in a uh, in a who's yard on a pole match. <laughs> <laughs> Book this shit. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, Roman Reigns versus The Undertaker. Yeah. 
for yeah for who's for whose who's yard, yard it is because yeah. when a little bit of background when um, Undertaker was going through his American badass phase. <laughs> he had Limp Bizkit as the theme. Big song. Evil, the Undertaker. <laughs> When he started, this was a reinvention. He didn't dress like he wasn't the dead man. He didn't dress like an undertaker. He dressed like a biker. He <laughs> rode his bike to the ring. Yeah, he used Limbiscuit's "Rollin' Rollin'" as his theme music. This is the same guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. His, his one of his things was like, you know, this is my yard. Right? Yeah. This was the yeah. thing. His yard. So when and because it was the Undertaker, we were all just like, "Yep, yep, <laughs> sure right. is. Yep, it's all yours." Because <laughs> it sounds ridiculous, right? Yeah. Like it's like. Ooh! <laughs> like, oh, yeah. no, don't step on the old man's yard. Like, yeah. Uh, but we were like, all right, yeah. sure thing, Undertaker. So when Reigns eliminated Undertaker from the Rumble, and you got that shot of him of Reigns mouthing, "This is my yard now." Yeah. That's when it was like, oh, oh boy, you gonna Ooh. get it? You gonna? And that's get something it. that that's something that Roman Reigns has reiterated uh, uh, multiple times through this feud. Right? Is Dude. like. This how is my many, yard now. How many times throughout this feud can Roman Reigns say it with all due respect? Because every yeah. fucking promo he did say it. And I am going to say that I liked, I liked this feud, mm. but the all due respect thing was every fucking time he talked. Yeah. I liked, I mean, honestly, if, if we just pretend that the WWE was treating Reigns like a heel in this feud, then it's been a great feud. Um, yeah. It's my. It's, it's the ongoing Roman Reigns complaint yeah. that he comes out talking like a cocky shit ass, mm-hmm. and and should be. It's especially now because there was a okay. So the week he was we a talked real. About, we dick. talked about after Fastlane. He was a real dick to the crowd too. Yeah, and then after Fastlane, and then the second week after that was when HBK came out. Right. Mm-hmm. So the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels, who I think we've talked about on the show before, mm-hmm. but he had a couple. Of, Classic. He probably had the best WrestleMania match of all time with He's the Undertaker. He's a very good wrestler. Very, very good. A lot of people have him at the top of best in-ring performer of all time. Mm-hmm. And he comes out and he's like, look, man, I've fought The Undertaker a couple times, and I've, I can see that he's getting in your head, and once he sets up shop in your head, like, that's it. Yeah. The match is over. Like, like you don't if have he's, a chance. He said, if, like, if he's got that much headspace upstairs now, then by Mania, you're done. Yeah. He's yeah. like, yeah, if he's taking up that much real estate upstairs mm-hmm. already, then you're, you're, you're toast. And then Roman was just like, well, I mean, he retired you. And it was just like, yeah. ooh, I actually really like that line. I mean, the promo was good. I really like that segment. The Roman stuff, like, and then the next week in Philadelphia, this is, this is the promo that felt super heelish to me. Yeah. Because he was like... He's like, look, Philadelphia, look, I've won Royal Rumble, I've headlined two WrestleManias, I've done all this stuff. It felt like, I don't think this is what they were, maybe this isn't what they were trying to get across, but it was like that petulant child kind of like, I've done all this stuff, why don't you like me? Yeah. You know, like finally just kind of like, without right out saying it, like that's what was coming across to me. So in a a meta perspective, Mm -hmm. uh, here's, here's what... I was finally able to figure out why this has been bugging me so much. Um, so uh, Triple H in an interview with Sports Illustrated, I think. Yeah. So this is an out-of-character interview, but it's definitely towing the company line, yeah. right? Someone asked him about Reigns as being, you know, a face or a heel. And he's like, well, he gets booed by like 70% of people, so by that metric, I guess he's a heel, mm-hmm. 
right? So, so he's so he's like, so I don't see what the problem is. If everyone's like, oh, we should turn him heel. Well, if everyone's already booing him, then he already is a heel. Mm-hmm. So nothing needs to be done. He's getting the reaction, and that's all that that uh, that's all that needs to happen. But that's and, not how it's just and, and it's like, okay, yeah. So obviously that's what Triple H needs to say because he's being he's towing the company line here, right? Yeah. But that's all well and good, except that the announcers. Put him over. Put him like, over as a face. Yeah. And the the authority figures treat him like a face. And he's booked like a face. Like he he wins like he wins clean. He powers out. He doesn't do heel things. He's not he's treated with the utmost respect by the commentators. It's like he's no, he's not being presented like yeah. a heel. He's being presented like a face, but people are booing him. That does not make him a heel. Yeah. Right? That's the that's the storyline is like there is a there is a there is a disagreement between the crowd's response and how you're treating him and that's where the problem is. Yeah. And I just really I really want them to lean into it. I really want like Yeah, like I they it, can't be doing this like if Undertaker wins half and half stuff. Cool. Yeah. I honestly don't know who that benefits. To be honest, if I don't Taker know. Wins? For Taker to win, oh, it I, doesn't I, help anybody. Yeah, it just makes like, if the hardcore fans won't fucking lose their shit. If Roman wins, <laughs> yeah, I want him to fucking go nuts on Taker. Mm-hmm. I want him to pull out a chair and just beat the tar out of him. Yeah. Right, like I want him to, to like, or Taker can win, but then Reigns snaps and just loses it on Taker. Right, like you need. He, his character exists in the nega zone, yeah. and it's not good because it means you can't do anything with him. Like you can't, you can't have him do bad stuff while the announcers are like, "What a great swell guy!" And you can't have him do good stuff because people hate him. Yeah, you just. Uh, I know you don't. I know you don't listen to the show, so I don't know why I'm talking to you. But I know you don't want to cave to what the smarks think. Yeah. But you got to turn this guy heel for the sake of your storytelling. Yeah. I totally agree. And I, I like, I'm at this point, I don't, it's just like, I'm at this weird spot where I'm just like, I'm just like, okay. Yeah. I mean, he's just Roman, he exists, right? And I said that several people, episodes yeah, back where I'm just like, like, I'm done. He, he's a thing that exists and yeah. do you, whether they turn him heel or not, like, I don't really care about it anymore. Like, he's going to get the reaction he gets. And I, I agree, like, the commentary stuff is like, he's not a heel, right? No. He's not, that's the way, not the way he's portrayed. No. But I mean, we're still going to boo him. Um, if he beats Taker clean, am I going to be mad? No, probably not. I mean, it's just what they want. I don't think it's like a disrespect to Taker. Be, no, I, I don't think it'll be disrespect to Taker. But that's what but a lot if he, of people are trying to. If he wins, if he wins clean, Taker beating Reigns doesn't do anything for either of them. Reigns winning clean over Taker also doesn't do anything. Yeah, it does jack shit for his character. Like I'm not disagreeing that hey, like they need to pull the trigger and make him do something. Yeah, because like, like he's already something. He's he's he's. Won the Royal Rumble. He's won the title. He's won this. He's he's beaten. He beat the League of Nations handicapped. He beat this. You know he he beat Rusev at the Hell in a Cell. Like he's he's already a superhero. Yeah. Right. Him beating Undertaker doesn't it, it doesn't help him at all. It's just like he's slightly more super than he already was. Yeah. Right. So that's also not helpful. So something fair, something needs to happen from a character angle in this match for it to be worthwhile. Yeah. 
I agree. Um, I'm I sure it'll be. I will a, say I'm, that I, I'm, I'm sure it'll be a fine match. Reigns is probably like winning. his Philly promo was great. I yeah. really loved it. Just the way he acted, I and mean, it just felt like exactly. And like, he was such an asshole to the crowd. Yeah, he was great. And I'm like, this is I cool. Like, oh my god, he's so good. Like it just feels like it felt like he was more relaxed. Yeah, and he was just kind of like he would be so much. He would be so much more natural as a heel. Yeah. Um, and then the go home raw Undertaker, like. Undertaker. Was the Philly, Philly Raw when he speared Taker? Uh, yeah. yeah, the week before that he speared Taker just to get and then back for the chokeslam. And then the go-home Raw, the uh, Undertaker's <laughs> graphics start like taking over the then-now-forever <laughs> graphic at the beginning of the show. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he's he's digging a... Basically, he cuts a promo from beside a grave. He's yeah, like, so I'm good. digging this grave for you, Roman. <laughs> they showed his tombstone. He has Roman Reigns' name and the date of WrestleMania on it. I was like, yeah, it's, that's like old-school Undertaker. Like That's what he used to do all the time. I was like, And then the video cuts out, and the lights in the arena go down, and the lights come back up, and Taker's standing right beside uh, Roman. And, <laughs> and then he makes the lights go spooky, and that's it. That's literally it. Like He, yeah. made, he was like, ooh, spooky. Spooky, and that was like, all right, yep. <laughs> spooky lights. Spooky lights. Yeah. And then Roman's like, night light! And fucking Undertaker's like, no, my one weakness. <laughs> one light in the darkness. Two more matches on the yeah. card. Yeah. Oh, I'm picking Roman. Roman's winning. Yeah, Roman's winning. Oh, also, okay, how awesome would it be and how mad would everyone get if Roman beat Taker as bad as Lesnar beat Cena at that SummerSlam, like, two years ago? Remember when they created... Brock Lesnar, oh. the monster, just like just, just like bloody Undertaker him. doesn't get any offense in. Like, could you imagine the backlash? <laughs> like, you imagine? Oh. what yeah. about uh, what about like uh, what about the way Goldberg beat Lesnar? Just oh, like, like twenty two, like a minute thirty, like oh my god, just like spear, KO, uh, uh, Superman punch, pin, yeah. right. Oh my god. I would almost like I would just be like, holy shit, they actually did it. Like more like, yeah. Huh. I mean I'd be like, I don't I don't want to watch another minute and a half match. I'd I'd still be yeah. pissed. Like I'd be like, that's bullshit. But it'd be kind of funny. Man, speaking of matches that I have no idea how they're gonna go. This is this is because this is the next match we're gonna talk about. Oh, I know. I, I'm like locked into Bray Wyatt winning this match. Oh, I was talking about Goldberg versus Lesnar. Oh, we're gonna see that first. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. well, they have still because it's our main event. God damn it! <laughs> no, with that emphasis, like yeah. on on SmackDown, they were they were they're talking about Orton and Wyatt as this is their words, not mine, or like their emphasis, not mine. This is the main yeah. event of WrestleMania. Yeah, they've been really specific about how that match is the main event. And I don't know if that's just SmackDown telling their announcers to be wishful thinking, yeah. or if that is legit going to be the last match on the card. I hope it is. Spoiler alert, they're going to do both at the same time. Why it's going to be untelevised. <laughs> <laughs> Got him! <laughs> I thought you were going to say like in a like a war game. Oh, <laughs> like two rings? No, they're just going to have the Wyatt match and Orton match backstage somewhere, and they're like, oh, and uh, Bray Wyatt won. At yeah. the end of the show, like after Goldberg or whoever wins their match, they're like, oh, he's got notes from Newt from backstage, but uh, Bray Wyatt won. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> Good night. Anyway, uh, so Goldberg, the Universal Champion. Yep. Defending, defending against Brock Lesnar. Bork Laser. Bork Laser. Bork Laser. So there's that rule we've talked about, that unwritten rule, yeah. where whoever does is more dominant in the go-home face-off yeah. is losing the match. Yeah. Yeah. So on Monday Night Raw, before the, this went home... Uh, There's really not much to talk about in this feud. No. <laughs> um, I will Heyman, th- Heyman cut a great promo. Brock was there. Goldberg came out. Goldberg speared him 
just like outside the ring, just like it was nothing. Yeah. And then is like, I have title. And yeah. so. That's pretty much that's it. it. I will argue that a lot of people are like, oh, it's not even about the title. It's like, I would argue if you listen to Heyman's, did you listen to Heyman's promos? Because yeah. he mentions that title like multiple times. Yeah. And granted, they haven't really like, um, Goldberg hasn't talked about it really. It's just been Heyman, right? But that's usually the case with Heyman. Um, feuds. Like, mm-hmm. It's just like it's Heyman spouting off and then the other person. The best part about that promo, by the way, mm. is <laughs> he's like, Heyman's like, Lesnar is going to put Goldberg down in the ground and then is like, does like Latin rites, like, you know, <laughs> Domine, <laughs> and, just, and then he's like, oh, wait, no, he's one of mine. Oh, um, yeah. And then he starts doing. He's he starts one of doing, mine. He starts doing Jewish rites yeah. instead. Oh my god! Yeah, that was great. <laughs> Paul Heyman's a fucking genius. He's really funny. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Goldberg uh, won the title from Kevin Owens at Fastlane. Yeah. Then Lesnar's like, "Well, we're still fighting at Mania. I guess it's for the title now." And they've had promos, and anything Heyman says is gold. Yeah. But uh, that's it. That's right. They're really fighting. Uh, I think Brock's going to win, and. How long do you think this match is going to be? Therein lies the the big question, Graham. How long does this match go? I mean, we've seen from their previous... I think it's going like 15, 20 minutes. From their previous WrestleMania encounter, we've seen they can have very, very long matches if the first like 10 minutes is just them staring at each other. I still haven't watched that match. It's not good. And that's what I've heard. Yeah. I hope that whatever happens, uh, Stone Cold still comes out and stunners both of them. <laughs> that was the best part of that last match. Yeah. Uh, that's what I heard. Yeah, I mean... I think it's going to be a 20-minute. I think they're going to go... Really? Yeah. You think Goldberg can, can do that? I don't know. I guess we're going to find out, right? <laughs> like, but I think it's going to be longer than whatever. If I, I... I assume, you know, this is one of those things that's, like, super unfair to say because I have no way of proving it, but, like, if it is a super short match, because, like, you should have, like, a... You should have a good, like, Long, not long, but like a good length match at WrestleMania. Yeah. If it's not long, then it's because Goldberg can't. Yeah. Fair. Because we we know that Brock can. We've seen it. Yeah. So we know Brock can go. Yeah. Goldberg's the question mark. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I'm still. I'm just intrigued to what happens in this match. I'm still fascinated with yeah. it. Like, what do they do? Is it going to be long? Sting. Or is it going to be? Is it going to be a thirty second match? Running like, from Sting. Oh my god. <laughs> and then the NWO. Yeah. Then, then Daniel Bryan shows up. Yeah. Comes out of retirement. Daniel Bryan entered on a zip line. Flight of the Valkyries. Yeah, and then he does that that knee that his knee finisher from the zip line. Oh, perfect! Just murders Goldberg and Lesnar at the same time. Yeah, and he's in the match suddenly. Yeah, yeah, and then he pins them both. Yeah, with one finger. Why not? He's like, yes. <laughs> um, WrestleMania. Pack it up, folks. This is why we don't talk about fantasy booking. Right? <laughs> yeah. Very much. Um, I, yeah, Lesnar's winning. Yeah. And then the main event. Yeah, our main event. Yeah, whether or not it is, is uh, Bray Wyatt defending the World Heavyweight Championship. Or yeah. no, the WWE World Championship, yeah. I think is what they're calling it now. So, yeah. Uh, against Randy Orton uh, in, in a singles match. Yeah. When we talked about a little bit what happened, like why why we got to this match or how we got to it with the AJ thing. Yeah. There's a couple things that we need to talk about that are fucking awesome. Just some light arson. Okay. So <laughs> just just light. Just after just some friendly arson. After Randy Orton says like, "JK, I'm gonna fight you." Yeah. Is it the week after? 
Yeah, it's like yeah. the week after, and Bray Wyatt's out in the ring. And Randy Orton shows up on the Titantron. Mm -hmm. I don't even know what they call the Titantron anymore, do they? I think so. Okay. <laughs> so Randy Orton's like in this house. Is that what happens? Mm -hmm. yeah, and he's like cutting this promo. Because he's like, uh, I can't remember if someone, he's like, someone's looking for, like AJ's looking for Randy, but Randy's not here. Haha, -ha, Randy's safe. Yeah. You know? And it shows Randy at the Wyatt compound. And yeah. He's like, you gave me the keys to the kingdom, Bray. Yeah. And so, and it, Randy Orton starts pouring gas all over this cabin, where which we are uh, uh, made aware yeah. that it is the resting place of the corpse yeah. of Sister Abigail. She's buried under the floorboards, yeah, which is the source of all Bray's power. So Randy's got like a floorboard pulled up <laughs> yeah. and ex exposed dirt under it. And there's like little chunks you can see, like there's like body parts. Is that this? Uh, yeah. It just looks sort of. I mean, there's like, it zooms in on like earthworms. Yeah. The camera's like, earthworms, yeah. gross. So, yeah, and he's like, I'm going to desecrate Sister Abigail's remains. Like a face would do. And, uh... Fuck, <laughs> wrestling's the best. I mean, this, honestly, this whole this whole promo's great. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, he spreads gas all around the place. And Bray's then, freaking out in the ring, man. Bray's losing his yeah. mind in the ring. He's like, no, Randy, don't, 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 what, what are you doing? And, yeah, basically, you know, Randy's like, yeah, I was, I was screwing with you the whole time. Which, which, again... Don't forget, I said way back is like, is I knew that I knew they would retcon this because it's like you can't. His eyes glowed when he was like, "I'm on your side, Bray." Wah, wah, wah. And it's like <laughs> Randy can't just do that. He can't just be like, "I'll just make my eyes glow for pretend," <laughs> so he knows. So, but whatever. It's, yeah, whatever. Here we the are. The storylines have been so great that I'll just forget. I know. Them. I'm like, I'm just, ah, fuck yeah, Just okay. saying. Yeah. <laughs> called that. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. So he 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 spreads gas around, and uh, then there's this shot of him outside doing his like. Well, he like, lights it. See, the the greatest part about this, yeah. and this was another moment where I was just like wrestling because <laughs> a man, you burn down this man's house. Yeah. Which we're uh, given, to, and then he takes the time to do the pose in front of the burning building. Yeah. That's <laughs> so fucking great like there's a cameraman who's now an accomplice yeah like you're you're part of the crime buddy yeah, <laughs> like, you could have stopped this there's a brilliant um so we have corbin almost kill someone with a forklift randy orton burns bray's house down and actually aj styles brings this up in his promo yeah he's like, like he gets fired because like he's like, he's like randy orton Burned a man's house to the ground and nothing happens. It's fucking brilliant. It's like, yeah. I mean, he's got you, right? This is that that whole thriller with AJ was just like, is AJ the bad guy? Like, he's yeah. giving us good points, right? He makes solid points, AJ. Yeah. Um, so, Randy Orton burns down. Yeah. Wyatt loses his mind. Yeah. Uh, does Wyatt get seen? Does Wyatt get get seen live on TV after that point, or only in? Recorded promos only I think the next week is the recorded promo when he's at the ashes. Yeah, and he like he's at the the site where The house burned down. Yeah, and he's like Jokes on you. She's powers inside me all along and he rubs yeah. the ashes like all over his face. It's really cool He's like you've only made me stronger. Yeah, which <sighs> Doesn't really make sense. He's got no no. I love uh, it. He's he has to Wyatt has to win this match. Yeah. Yeah, I mean he has it's, to. It's my prediction, but he has to win because yeah. it's like if he doesn't, then he's the power of a demon ghost girl. Yeah. If of. he did, if he doesn't win this match, then he's full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> much. Ruins, yeah. From a character it standpoint. ruins his character's credibility. Yeah. Right. He's, he he has to be because we haven't seen him since this, and he's like, yeah, he's like rubbing the ashes all over himself. Well, we like, saw him on this go home. 
the he wrestled Luke Harper right this week. Um, oh, we saw him also. Sorry, the next week was when they Randy Orton was doing an interview with Renee Young, mm. and then all the goat the the sheep men showed up randomly, mm. and yeah. then fucking Renee Young just. <laughs> she's just like, see you later. <laughs> she's like, peace. <laughs> it's pretty funny. And then all of a sudden she's gone, and then Randy Orton gets like beat up. Surrounded by, the, by like the. Uh, God, I wish this is the, the one Eric episode Eric where I'd love to show you like the clips. But he's wearing the, the, get the, the Eric Rowan mask. Yeah. yeah. And he gets beat up, and then Randy Orton is like being held down, and Bray is like talking in like tongues, and like he has this weird paddle thing with an X on it, which I didn't really understand, but I was like, all right, I'm where it works. And he's talking like a weird Appalachian, like. Crazy voodoo, voodoo priest yeah. or something. Yeah, it was pretty sweet. I really liked it. And then uh, the go home episode, Bray fought Luke and he beat him. And then fuck, what happened after that? Oh, I, I hope he gets Luke back. Probably, maybe. I don't know. I can't when's, remember what happened after the Luke Upper match. Well, I just watched it last night. When's Eric Rowan due to return? Soon, I bet. I mean, he's cleared to wrestle, isn't he? He's been cleared forever. At Mania, perhaps? Mm, maybe. <laughs> I would like to see Luke, Luke and Rowan add to the tag division, maybe. I mean, there's no shortage of tag teams on yeah, SmackDown, true, but it's a good point. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's the sort of the. Bray's uh, winning. You should you should go watch the uh, the the promo with Randy burning the house down. Fuck, it's, it's pretty great. great. Yeah, watch the go find the forklift thing with Corbin because that's amazing. The Total Bella stuff with Miz and Maurice, yeah. and the uh, any of the Randy Orton stuff, and Southpaw Regional Wrestling. Yes, that's your homework. So. Yeah. That's your homework. After this. Yeah. This first, then. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're here. You've if you got to this, this far through the thing. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's the show. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, it. And then, of course, there's Raw After Mania, which will be its own crazy thing. There's also NXT this weekend. Yeah. Um, Ty Dillinger found some homeboys to help him fight Sanity. Nice. So that got added today. And there's, a new, there's a new female wrestler named Ruby Riot, mm-hmm. and she helped them out on an episode of NXT. Cool. So she's it's a four, four and four nice. match. And then that's got Shinsuke and... Bobby Roode in a rematch, mm-hmm. and it's got Asuka versus Ember Moon, and it's got a three-way between DIY, uh, The Revival, and Authors of Pain. I think that's it. I feel right. there's no cast. Cassie Zono came back, yeah, but he doesn't have a match yet, but I think they're just waiting on that. Hmm. Um, Fair enough. Oh, and speaking of tag teams, it is all but officially confirmed, like, as in, like, oh, right. as in, like, it's been confirmed... Like as in the WWE Universe Twitter account has been joking about it, and everyone who has industry insider knowledge has been saying it's confirmed, but WWE themselves haven't confirmed it. Yeah. That uh, the broken Matt, the, or the the broken Matt, the broken Hardys, are they actually going to get let them keep the gimmick? Well, Matt claims he owns the gimmick. Oh, okay. That's what I mean. But is the WWE so, going to let them do it like they? Did? I don't know. Yeah, that's the question. Because. Creative control to do that gimmick was a big part of what the Hardys wanted at TNA, but then the new owners kind of screwed them over about it, and then they tried to go to ROH, and uh, Anthem was like, no, we own that gimmick. They aren't allowed to do that gimmick, and had it pulled from, like, cable. And, yeah, had, like, that ROH show not able to be broadcast. And so I think what it is now is basically, like, the Hardys have signed with WWE. Matt still maintains he owns the broken gimmick. Fight WWE in court, Anthem. Got him. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if they're going to do the broken gimmick on WWE television, but God, it sounds so. like they might. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. Maybe 
Maybe they'll show up at Mania and enjoy some New Day pops. Maybe they'll show up at the... New Day got their ice cream. It's not ice cream. It's just like freeze pops. Uh, it's a big letdown. Damn. Yeah. Maybe they'll show up at the ladder match. That could be cool. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> WrestleMania! Yes! It's like Christmas. It's the probably probably after Mania. But if they returned at Mania, that'd be pretty that'd be pretty cool too. Yeah. So that's your preamble. Yeah. Your preamble and predictions for WrestleMania. We did it. We did it. And um, now we get to watch it on Sunday, and then we'll uh, try to get an episode turned around as quickly as we can. That episode will take a while to edit, because that one we will put the video into and everything. So. Well, we won't be talking about any of this stuff. It's just straight to the true. card. We're just going to be talking about the card. Yeah. And that'll be one pay-per-view for you to edit. That's true. Yeah. That'll be nice. So, um, like we're thinking about thinking it. Thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> this is good also just to shunt this out of my head, too. Yeah, dude. So, uh, until next time, yes. um, I'm on Twitter, at Graham underscore LRR. This guy's on Twitter, at WakeUpSuper. And all of this is brought to you by you and your kind support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash loadingreadyrun. Yeah. Uh, or if you uh, check us out on Twitch at twitch.tv slash loadingreadyrun, where Shows we all do streams. Yeah. Every day. And um, my honestly, my biggest complaint leading up to this yeah. has been how, uh, how much WWE is in love with their own marketing. And how they they just started referring to the show as the ultimate thrill ride. How fucking funny was it when Taker said ultimate thrill ride? Right. Yeah. That's the problem when 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 Triple H is like trying to do this intense <laughs> promo against Seth, and he's like, "If you want to face me at the ultimate thrill ride, <laughs> yeah. it's like it's not. You can say you can just say WrestleMania. You don't. Uh, <laughs> oh, when Taker Taker. Wait, I forgot to mention. Good thing you brought it up because Taker is standing by a grave that he's digging for Roman yeah. Reigns, and he says at the ultimate thrill ride. <laughs> It's like, ah, not oh, a good look. Your father, the cerebral assassin. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we'll talk to you guys in a, yeah. uh, in, a in a week or so. Week or so. <laughs> Bye. Bye.